Evan Cohen is on ESPN 106.3. Streaming live via the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speakers. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys at 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Here's Evan Cohen. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the 18th day of February 2021. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN is your telephone number to be a part of the show. You can uh, tweet at us by way of the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed at ESPN West Palm, at Evco Radio for me, Evan Cohen, at KLV1063 for Ken Levicka as we get the show on the road. As always, driven by Tire Kingdom, they're open early, 7.30 a.m., open late, 8 p.m., open seven days a week. A local company started right here in Palm Beach County in 1972. And did you know that Tire Kingdom is now offering a vehicle disinfectant service for only $29.99? There's Specially trained technicians will disinfect and deodorize your vehicle's interior, including high-touch areas like the upholstery, floor mats, steering wheels, gear shifts, door handles, and more. With hospital grade, with a hospital grade, multi-purpose germicidal detergent, safe for all surfaces in 30 minutes or less. Schedule an appointment today. Plus, going on now at Tire Kingdom, you can save with the Super Cash Back event. Save $100 back after get $100 back after mail-in rebate when you buy four slide tires and get them installed. We're talking Continental Mission. And Nitto and more. Don't miss the super cashback event going on now at Tire Kingdom. They're open early, open late, open seven days a week. A local company set right here in Palm Beach County, 1972. Make sure you visit a Tire Kingdom near you. On what is a, um, I think it's a hot take Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. I mean, really what it is, is especially on Twitter. I mean, our, our teammates here, and we're going to get to the Carson Wentz thing in a second, but it's the, amaz- the, the amount of hot takes that we've had internally over the last 24 hours are remarkable. JMP ESPN West Palm tonight at 6, taped in advance a month ago, um, is, is uh, hot taken about Tebow, which we will get to in the top five and five, which I actually agree with. Brian McLovin Rowitz, old producer of this show, and swoops in on day after the draft, day after the Super Bowl, day after Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Good move by him. <laughs> Is, is hot taken about Pat Riley basically qu- questioning whether or not Riley's done a good job with the Heat. Uh, c- come on. And I understand at B. Rowitz on Twitter. Uh, post Big Three. I mean, come on. Can we re- they were in the finals last year. I know they stink right now, but can we relax? And Ken, hot taken about, um, about Carson Wentz, that he's not very good and that the Indianapolis Colts who acquired him today should have st- uh, stayed with Jacoby Brissett, Dwyer's own. Which, by the way, I am in agreement with you, Ken, and I'll let you make your point in a second. Let me just set up kind of what happened here today for anybody just tuning in or unaware. Philly did trade Carson Wentz to Indy for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round pick that could become a first-round pick if if um, he plays, he being Wentz, 75% of the snaps or 70% of the snaps, and they make the playoffs. The problem with the whole they should have stayed with Jacoby Brissett argument is not even that he's a free agent, which he is. It's that they should have done that last year. Like, my issue was that they didn't do that last year. So I don't know why they would do that this year. I think it's a harder argument to make, Ken, because they told us already they don't think he's a starter. That seems to be obvious, no? 
I suppose, but they went out and they got it, and I know you don't believe this to be the case, but Phillip Rivers, in my opinion, is going to be in the Hall of Fame, and they had an opportunity to go get a Hall of Fame. Oh, no, I believe he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. But going to get Carson Wentz for Which, what again, could makes no sense, but yeah, go ahead. potentially turn into a first-round pick, uh, giving up value for Carson Wentz, who has not shown over the last two years that he can be a reliable starting quarterback in this league and is a potential locker room problem, and instead you have Jacoby Brissett. Like, for me, why not re-sign him as a free agent on the cheap, make sure that you have a guy who knows your system, who I, I know Carson Wentz was with Reich in Philadelphia, who is the offensive coordinator, but Brissett knows the offense, knows how to be successful, is a wildly underrated NFL starter. And I think I agree with you. Gonna have I agree more, with you. He's going to have more suitors to join a team that I think Carson Wentz had suitors to be traded to. Well, I agree with you on that because he's going to be cheaper if you look at it that way. But he's going to be cheaper and you don't have to give up as much. I mean, Philadelphia, I mean, Indianapolis, excuse me, is going to pay him four years, $98 million. They're banking on him being really good. And they may be right. And Philadelphia, listen, there's no way they look good here. They gave up, what, five picks to move up to get him with Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. And they have him. He has an MVP caliber season, the season they won the Super Bowl. He gets hurt. Foles takes them to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl over New England. Foles is like a rock star folk hero in that town. He, at that moment, that is to me, that is to me very clearly when Nick Foles, excuse me, when Carson Wentz's career in Philadelphia was over. At that moment. The moment they won the Super Bowl was the worst thing that could happen to Carson Wentz because you could never come back from that. Ever. Ever come back. It's, it, and I can relate. Because it's very similar. I was hurt um, my senior season in, in, uh, in high school football. We didn't win a game junior year, and we won one game senior year. The one game we won senior year, I didn't play in the game. Okay? So at that point, that's it. My career was over. There was nothing I could do to win the team back because I was not playing in the one win. It's very similar. Ooh. Very similar <laughs> on, on a lot yeah. of levels Similar there. scale. Winning a Super sure. Bowl yeah. to a home against uh, Saunders, <laughs> a team in Yonkers, New York. I mean, that's, you know, very similar. Maybe DMX was on the team. I don't know. But, the, you know, the, the reality is I can relate. So that's when his career was over. But since then, I'm going to follow Draymond's lead. Because Draymond Green the other night you know, talked about how come we never blame organizations for, for young players kind of flaming out. He's right. In this case, the Eagles destroyed this whole thing. They somehow made him worse by crushing his confidence. They, they, you know, they, they did not really give him the kind of vote of confidence that, that he wanted. There was always the, the debate in the locker room as to whose guy was he. Is, he. is he the head coach, Peterson? Is he the general manager, Roseman? The, the owner, Lurie? Well, the reality is he's clearly none of their guys. There's a whole divide. They, they draft the guy in, in Jalen Hurts, who I like, but now they better be sure that Jalen Hurts is going to be good. And then they bench him at the end of the season, which obviously is not going to help their value at all for the guy so the reason that they're not getting a first round pick is because they they helped destroy this guy well, i'm not saying he's innocent but they didn't help they, the eagles look terrible here no but carson wentz uh, and his injuries also didn't help because it's not just the brutal injury that he suffered that ended his year and then nick Foles won the super bowl two years later wentz got hurt again and nick Foles led them into the divisional round of the playoffs so wentz also couldn't keep his body right. And I'm not saying that that's anybody's fault, but that certainly did not help. And then when you have Anonymous coming out of the locker room and saying that Carson Wentz is not a great teammate, that really compounded the problem. For sure. I'm saying, but they, like, so they screwed, they, they screwed each other in essence. Like, they, they made yeah, every part of that situation. Screwing. Yes. Yes. And so if you're the Colts, you're like, I don't care if we're going to give you a first round pick because in order for us to give you a first round pick, 
he then has to be really good because it means we're playing him a lot and we're relying on him and he's healthy and we maybe make the playoffs. So, like, they don't care about that at that point in 2023 because that means he's going to be good over the next couple of years. Now, I, I believe this is the right move. I, I understand why Indianapolis did this, and I think this makes sense. Now, I'll throw out another crazy thing that I haven't heard anybody say, but you and I sat here yesterday um, and go and subscribe to the podcast, um, the the Evan Cohen show or whatever we call it on the podcast, which is a whole thing I got to get better at understanding because I don't, I don't, I'm not smart enough to understand this. But we discussed it yesterday. The fact that Roethlisberger now being available. We specifically gave the scenario. We said yesterday, if you're Indy, well, not, I shouldn't say being available. It, the, the Steelers made you think he was available, right? Yeah. We sat here yesterday and we said, if you're Indy, do you go out and you call uh, Philadelphia and you say, listen, uh, by the end of the night, here's the deal. If not, we're calling Pittsburgh. We, Roethlisberger's out there. We've already done this. We just did this with, with Rivers. We know how to do this. We know how to do the one-year deal with the older guy, and we know how to do it even better because now we've experienced it. Like, you can't – you can call our bluff all you want, like, as if we wouldn't do this. We just did this. We literally just – you know we're comfortable doing this. We better get this deal by the end of the night. I wonder if that had anything to do with it, some of the comments made by the Steelers yesterday. It could be. It absolutely could be. Uh, and, you know, just revisiting that and seeing the money, the cap hit that the Eagles take because Carson Wentz is at 33.8. That's the dead money against the cap. Ben Roethlisberger is up around 41.2, which would be the... That's not a dead cap hit. That's the cap hit. That's, that's the total cap hit. Right, exactly. But um, when, when you have a, a situation... But not for the incoming team. Right, to the Steelers. Yes. No, no, no. No, so this is... I, I hate to do this. I'm correcting without understanding, meaning NFL contracts are so ridiculous. So the 41.2 would be the hit for the Steelers. If they were to move on from him right. and trade him, I don't believe the incoming team, let's just say it was Indianapolis or let's say Chicago, like your idea of going to the Bears. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Bears would be paying him 41.2. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work that way in the NFL, which is just so weird. Right, but what I'm saying is we need to calculate because there's going to be still a dead money hit with the uh, – with the guaranteed money, not the base salary, but the guaranteed money with Roethlisberger. But if you are Carson Wentz and you are a $33 million cap hit to the Eagles and they still dealt him to Indianapolis, right. Right, 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 right. that would justify going to potentially get someone like Ben Roethlisberger if you truly believe that he's going to help your football team in the short term. Yeah, it's, it is a very odd scenario how this all played out because this guy is 28 years old. He theoretically had, had a lot of value, and I think both the Eagles and Wentz destroyed the value. I wanted to talk about one other thing before we bring in Dr. Goldhaber. He's going to join us for the top five at five in a couple minutes. I, I have a very random thought, non-Carson Wentz related. I, have, I think this is one of the greatest times in my lifetime of te in television. I just want to point something out randomly. There are so many good shows that are out there right now. Like, I just finished, I, I got Apple Plus, or I had Apple Plus. I didn't even realize I had it, which was dumb. We were paying for something we didn't even realize we had. Ted Lasso is an A-plus show, okay? The the um, the mor morning show, news, whatever the hell it's called. Um, what the hell's the name of the show? I just forgot the, the morning show, I believe, is the name of it. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah. with uh, Jennifer Anderson. Yep. A-plus show. And then last night I finished Defending Jacob. Unbelievable. A-plus show. Apple Plus has three A-plus shows. Then I also just finished Your Honor. 
on Sunday on Showtime, which is an A show. Not A+, but A. Cranston's amazing in it. Then I've also watched the first two episodes of Equalizer on CBS. I'm very busy. Um, I, 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 that's, that's just remarkable. And Big Sky, ABC. And I'm probably forgetting some here, but you know, this is in addition to Cobra Kai. This is in adi- have you seen A Teacher on FX? I have not. Hulu? No, but I've heard good things. It screws your mind. Really? It, well, it, it's a really confusing, awkward feelings that you have during it because how do I say this properly? You are going to fall in love with Kate Mara and then realize, I, this is horrible that I feel this way. And then realize, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, oh, my God. What, what just happened? Like, and that's, I think, the point of it. Yeah. But like, it's just, there are so many good shows right now. I, I, just, I can't get over it. And I've, I've watched so many. I've been on such binge mode that you know, I don't do anything during you know, COVID. I just it's at home with the kids and the wife and everything like that. Like, it's not like you know, during the long weekend, President's Day weekend, I went anywhere. I didn't do anything. So I just you know, I watch these shows, and I just, it, it's an unbelievable run right now. Unbelievable how many good shows are out there. Are you, have you watched any of these? I have not. I'm really behind. I'm actually on ni- uh, Netflix watching the documentary Night Stalker right now. Yeah, about in California about yeah. the murder. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not into that. I, and I watched so many trailers. Oh my god, you put the trailer on there. I'm telling you, I, it's it's amazing. It, it, I, I could watch all of them. I literally sit here and watch trailers. But now I'm like I'm all thrown off because the Heat are on a West Coast trip, which is really going well for them. They're really performing amazing. Yeah, going well. great. Good, good. Yeah, it's going great right now. They're just losing every single game known to man. Um, but so the, the thing that's throwing me off now is that they're, so they're playing late. So I'm like, all right, I got to watch a show because I'm on this great run of watching these shows. And I don't have a good one right now. But I need to talk. I have like five minutes to do a couple of calls on this right now. At 888-760-3776. You, and you haven't seen Ted Lasso, Ken? No, because I don't have Apple Plus. Ken. I know, I know, I know. I, everybody I mean, says to Ken, say that you, you would love this? that. To say that you would love that as a soccer fan would be uh, would be the biggest understatement known to man. I, know. I mean, there is so much good TV right now; it's ridiculous. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six triple eight seven six zero ESPN. What is your favorite show that's out right now? And have you seen any of these that I'm talking about? Defending Jacob, unbelievable morning show. Um, what's the one? Ted Lasso. A big Sky. I mean, I am flying with these. Sh- it's ridiculous. Xfinity's got all of them. It, it's it's ridiculous. I am on a on such a roll right now. It's insane with the television. And I'm telling you, there are people out there that are going to back me up on some of this. Have you seen any of these? I need to talk to people about some of this stuff. I, I need I need to talk to people about some of this stuff. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Your favorite show that is out right now. Uh, on um, on any of these streaming services, of course, Xfinity is where you can get them all. But any of these shows, have you seen any of them? Because they are so damn good. 888-760-3776. We're get your phone calls in in a second. But I do want to tell you about Bob and the team at Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning. Boy, oh boy, I've had major problems in my house in Boynton Beach. And Bob has been hooking me up left and right. Well, not hooking me up. He's been helping me. He's been like my guide. He's been basically my agent talking to everybody and helping me with, with everything that I need. With contractors, with deliveries, with so on and so forth. 
and of course my AC. Bob, the team at Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning have been uh, locally owned and operated in the Western communities for over 40 years. Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning providing both residential, commercial service, installation. They do it all. Factory trained technicians. Bradley can provide routine periodic inspection, license warranty, and post warranty repairs with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Bradley specializes in cost-effective solutions to fit your individual needs. So give them a call at 561-793-7497 or visit BradleyAir.com to speak with the knowledgeable and trained team at Bradley Heating and Air Conditioning. Mark in West Palm on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Mark? Hey. Well, you know I'm a big Eagles fan, but to first, as far as, yeah, your honor is definitely, I enjoyed it a lot. I was a little disappointed in the finale. But, uh, Interesting. I, I, Interesting that you were disappointed in the finale. A lot of people loved the finale. I thought the finale was good. Um, I think that the I, I I knew that the Mariano Rivera thing had something. It was going to be a big deal. I don't want to spoil it for people. Right. But the moment the moment I saw that baseball, I said, "There's got to be there's got to be something to it with the closer, right? The save, however you want to look at it yeah. at the end." So you knew that there was something. Mariano Rivera somehow plays a big role in in, um, in your honor. But yes, give me a thought on the Eagles here. Mark, go ahead. Okay, uh, n- number one, let's. There's a, there's a, there's so many parts to this. So the first one we'll look at is look at look at what happened in the homes in the Super Bowl with that offensive line. Imagine 14 different offensive line combinations in one year, 16 games. That's not Wentz's fault. The fact that Howie Roseman, their GM, selected JJ Marcega Whiteside whose career statistics pretty much match D.K. Metcalf's one game. That happened two years ago. (laughs) A lot of GMs miss Metcalf. I'll give them that. But how do you select Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson by one pick? Epic, epic failure, okay? So the GM is the real cancer there. It disappointed me that Doug Peterson got fired, and I read the Philly newspaper every single day. It is common knowledge that Carson Wentz... Now, one other, one other point. As far as foals in the background and them drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round last year, what yeah. did Aaron Rodgers do when Jordan Love got drafted? What did that guy do this year? Any professional athlete that feels heat on his back from a draft pick or somebody else that might take his spot, if he's afraid of that, if that doesn't fuel his competitive fire, who wants him on their team anyway? Okay. Well, you know, you, now, you're presenting. But, wait, but you're, and Mark, I got to run here because I got Goldhaber with the top five. I got, so we can talk more tomorrow. Thanks for the phone call or whenever you want to call it next. But there's a bunch of good points there from Mark and West Palm because that is kind of the feeling. Again, I will continue to say it. Ken's big belief is, you know, Wentz failed the Eagles. My big belief is I think you can make the same argument as Eagles failed Wentz. And I think what Mark is saying is, yeah, they kind of failed each other and, like, mightily. Like, just like a million different ways that they failed each other here. Time now for the top five and five. Hold, please. Uh, we're, oh, hold, we're getting please. There. Yeah, there we yeah, go. We're yeah. getting there. Yeah. Uh, Vicka, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, here we go. This is the top five at five. The five biggest topics in the world of sports and beyond. Now alongside Brian McLovin Rowitz, here's Evan Cohen. It is the top five oh. at five here at ESPN 106.3. Stream live ESPNWestPalm.com. Play ESPN 106.3. Connected devices and speakers. And joining us for the top five at five. 
is the great Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Uh, Ken Levicka will have five questions, uh, five through one. We will count them down, debate the answers. Goldhaber and I will go back and forth. Goldhaber, before we get into the sports in the top five and five, I got to ask you my TV stuff here. Hello, by the way. Hi. Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Um, have you seen any of the following shows? Because I'm on a big TV kick, as you probably just heard here. Um, have yes. you seen? Have you seen Your Honor? Yes, I did not watch the last one yet. But okay, yes, so I've watched it up until okay. the last one. All right, then we'll skip that. Then have you seen Defending Jacob? Uh, Apple Plus. No, have have not. No. Ted Lasso. Apple Plus. Uh, no, I, I don't have Apple Plus. So right, any of those doctor, shows, okay. no. All right, then, um, yeah, I'm on a big Apple Plus. What other shows are you... Oh, a Big Sky on ABC. Have you seen that? No, sir. Wait, what, do you have a life? What are no, you, sir. like, working and stuff? What's the matter with you? Go no, I can give on. you a show. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a show. If you, now, you got to be a guy who can do subtitles. If you can do subtitles, do watch the show 30 Coins. It's a, from, it's a spa, uh, Spanish one. It's with, uh, it's with Exorcism and the Antichrist. Very, very good. Modern day exorcist. Excellent. Excellent. Where is that on? On HBO. It's on HBO. See, I can't do I can't do the subtitles. I'm like not smart enough and no patience. I'm like, you know, I'm American snob in that regard. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just I don't have the patience for that at all. I just can have you have you seen this show, Ken? I feel like no. you would like this. I, I feel like I would, but no, I have not seen it. Now what's the show that Jim yeah, that, told that's you definitely to watch? Worth your time. No, wait, but Ken's watching a show that J&P told him to watch. What show is that? Oh, uh, what was the name of it? It's Bling about, Ring or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and it's about a the ultra-rich Asian community in Southern California. It's a reality show. It's basically, you know, it's something they would you would see on Bravo probably. Oh, I probably would be into that. Yeah. I probably would like that. What's the, yeah. uh, what's the one on Bravo with the Persians in Southern California? Oh, I know. I don't remember the name of like, it. This is like the Asian about. version of that. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Dr. Goldhaber joins us. Top five and five. Uh, five questions, as I mentioned. We will debate the answers. Ken has the questions. Goldhaber and I will yell at each other with the answers. What do you have, Kenny? All right. The San Diego Padres came to an agreement on a 14-year, $340 million contract extension with superstar shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. Is the deal better for Tatis or the Pods? Goldhaber, this is a really difficult one because when you hear that a $340 million contract goes to a 22-year-old, the concept that I can make the argument that I'm not sure it's a good deal for him sounds utterly ludicrous, right? Like, how in the world could anybody... You're what At 24, were you still in med school, like, you know, borrowing money to pay the bills and everything like that? Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and then, and then I'm going to spin it as... Nah, you should turn down $340 million. Like, it's absurd. But here's what San Diego's doing. San Diego's basically paying him now more money than they would have in order to pay him less later in theory. But I, I, I am so torn, I'm so torn on this. And it's not flat 24.3 across the board here. Um, but I'm just so torn on, on what the right answer is on this because... It's like, you know, the moment he believes that he's underpaid, which is not going to be that far away if he's that good, he's going to go knock on their door and say, well, I think it's time to renegotiate. And they're going to likely say, well, wait a minute. We paid you in advance for these years. So I, I am going to suggest, Neil, something that sounds absurd, but I think is going to have to be done and it's going to be uncomfortable if they actually do it. And that is this. They have to almost go through what he would have been paid year by year 
what they're paying him, do the math, and then say, okay, well, listen, you were ske- I'm making up numbers now. You were scheduled to be paid like, you know, 50 million over your first five years, and we paid you 100 million over your first five years. So now we have paid 50 million in advance. When then, you know, in year six then, you would look at it and say, well, he's making, you know, 25 million, and the best player in the sport is making 50 million. Well, that, that, that's now 15 of the 50 has been paid. And once you get to that 50, that's when he gets a new contract. It's not going to work that, that way, but that's how I think you're going to have to do it. So I actually think it's better for the team than it is the player because even though they're paying him now and they don't have to, I still think he's going to end up, if he's good, being underpaid during this entire contract. Yeah, no, I, 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 you're right, but I, I would say it's good for both. And it's good for both for, I mean, the, really the, the, the one taking the gamble mostly is the team, right? Because if he is, he is taking the money and running with it, right? I mean, God forbid, in three months he could, uh, you know, uh, tear his ACL and he's out for a year uh, and then never come back the same, yet the money's guaranteed, correct? So from that standpoint, yes. you know, he's yes. taking the money and running, which he, which he should. The team's the one that's gambling, saying that we're, we're gambling that you're going to be good and then this is going to ultimately work out for us. So I think, right. you know, they're the ones taking really the, the major risk as far as I see it. So I think it's a, I think it's a good deal all around when you identify a talent like Tatis Jr. Uh, I think it's the right thing to do. Now, but Ken, you asked a question on your Twitter today that's a fascinating one. That asked Goldhaber this question at KLV 106.3 Grand Champions uh, Polo Club Twitter feed about this contract today. Have you ever, Doctor Goldhaber, other than like marriage and parenting, ever upfront committed to anything for fourteen years? And by the well, way, I'll tell you. By the way, med, by the way med school, well, let's say med school residency is is was almost like that. If I really one. think about that's it, that's a good one. Yeah, so. but but hold on a second. At any given point, if you didn't want to be an ENT, theoretically, you could have dropped out and said, you know what, this was a mistake. I'm going to go in a different direction. And when you sign up to be married, like all three of us are, like you hope it works out, right? There's no guarantee that it has to be 14 years. And like, right. this is a guarantee. You asked, you know, is this guaranteed no matter what? Yes, it is. Like, so if, if he, if he, God forbid, has that ACL, um, so I think that it's guaranteed. It's not like the NFL. So a fourteen-year guarantee of something is a long-ass time. Yeah, he said again. He he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be hurt, obviously. But that that no, knowledge and that security question. that he has now. Like yeah, fourteen years. Like so I've, the question. Yeah, uh, it's I've been at ESPN West Palm for uh, well, Good Karma Brands for fourteen years, thirteen years. He at ESPN West Palm, and that's a long time. And Evan, it's yeah. not like I I accepted uh, my first position in the company and said, "Oh, fourteen years, lock it in." Like I'm really fortunate. Well, I made and it I know, long. and I know the person who hired you, and that person did not think that you'd be with the company for fourteen years. <laughs> uh, did not vet properly. That's for sure. That person can uh, be me looking in a uh, mirror. So. <laughs> so I I don't know. Like Ken was literally Gold Haber, This is a true story. Ken was living in Chicago, cut back from Valparaiso where he went to school. He I I got a tape of his in the mail because he was applying for a job in in Wisconsin and I was involved in the hiring process. And I get the tape and he's got you know good stuff on his resume tape from college. And I was like, this guy sounds good. Let me leave it to the side. I had a feeling this may be my guy. But I went through this entire interview process with all these other people. 
And meanwhile, Ken took a job at the smallest newspaper, I think, in America, in <laughs> North Dakota. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ken was leaving for North Dakota, I think, like the next day. I called him, and I said, what do you think? Are you interested in this position? Would you want it? And Ken backed out of a job at a newspaper in North Dakota, moves to Wisconsin. One year later, gets promoted, moves to Florida. First coverage, uh, first of any covered, Port St. Lucie, a private Tiger Woods event. Yep, a private Nike event for Tiger. Yeah, but would have been in North Dakota in a newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what would you have been covering? Pitch Gold, Haber, and I some North Dakota stories. We uh, want to hear this. So there was, Go ahead. A, there was a Division Three football program in Dickinson, North Dakota. I would have been the beat writer for that. Not to mention a whole lot of high school sports and a lot of eight-on-eight eight high school football. Goldhaber, what do you think? Wow. Would, you read, would you go online and read Ken's North Dakota stories? Are you interested in that? <laughs> no, no. I love Ken, but no. Sorry, Ken. I, I, I can't say I would. I wouldn't have what's even your, been What's your in. version of that? Like, was, was med school, like, was med school hell, like, when you were going through that, or was it fun? Like, was no, you know what? I'll fun? tell you what. No. No, I'll tell you. Med school wasn't hell. Med school, it was, it felt like a continuation of college, honestly. Like, I had, I had, like, my guys who I hung out with, and, you know, the work is harder, but it was felt more like, like, you know, uh, an addendum to college. When you get into residency, and it's like, okay, you got six more years, you're going through that in every July. It starts in July. You go into the locker room and put your jacket on or whatever, and you're like, you like cry to yourself. It's like, oh, God. Like, you just felt like it, it felt never, like, literally, like, never ending. You Wait, feel so like walk it will us, never wait, walk us through this, because so, not everybody understands this, especially me. So you go four years of college, right? You decide, all right, I want to go to med school. Right. Yeah, and then you want to be an ENT, obviously, in your case, and goldstars.com. Right. Five six one seven three four thirty six thirty six. Little plug there before we get to number four in the top five. So thank you. Like, you. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go to med school, and then med school's how long, and then residency's how long, and, and are you getting paid? Right. Or are you paying them to be a resident? No, no, no. So no. So during during med school, med school four. So you went to college for four years usually, some too long, little longer. Then you go to med school for four years. So it's like doing college again, but a different type of, type of work. Then at the end of that, you decide what kind of doctor you think you want to be, and you have to go through this grueling, stressful thing called a match, where you go to programs, and they, inter- they, they come for an interview, and they, you, they rank everybody, and you rank everybody, and they threw it in a computer back in those days, and then it would be like, okay, based on your choices and their choices, here's where the match is. It's very, very stressful. And that's oh, I didn't the start, depending that. on what you... Yes, yes. And depending on one, what you decide your specialty is, some specialties, residencies are three years, some four years, some five. Mine was six years after medical school. Oh, six years. Two years You're of general paid. surgery. For that, you are. But living in New York City, now, again, I'm a little older than you guys, but you're talking about living in New York City and being paid $35,000 a year. Yeah, not easy. So, um, not, not, uh, not much. Not much. Yeah. yeah. Well, in Not New York much. City specifically, uh, no, it does. That's it, well, what I mean. Depends where, yeah, it depends where you're living, obviously. So then, um, in New York City. Okay, so what I didn't know, Ken, did I didn't realize this? Maybe Ken, you realize this that I didn't realize when you went to med school, it wasn't with a specific focus. No, no, they decide the focus towards the end. It's just general uh, studies. Yeah, I never knew and, that. And exposure to all the different that. things. Yeah. So there are there like yep. other medical things that you know how to do that are outside of the ENT world, ear, nose, and throat that like, like could you like God forbid if we're sitting at lunch and I break my arm, could you like fix that? 
could you cast me up for that? Sure, that? I, 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 know, I know how to temporize it. Sure, like it's saying to me, hey, if uh, I had an EKG and I just need you to take a quick look at it, I know I remember enough from my, the basic time of when I was in school that I could look at it and say, oh, there's a problem, or no, this looks pretty good, but, you know, go see your primary doctor or go to your cardiologist, let's just say. But, yeah, no, there are basic things you learn in medical school that hopefully you retain and you're able to do basic medical things. Like if I was a ship doctor, I could sew up uh, somebody who cuts, cuts their arm and needs stitches, I could do that. You know, any of the real basic things. i got to be honest. I'm either the dumbest person on planet Earth or this is very revelatory right now because I did not realize that. I just figured, like, in college, you're like, hey, I want to be a doctor. Ear, nose, and throat would be my specialty. I'm interested in that for whatever reason, so let me go to med school for the ENT world. I didn't even realize that. No, no. no Again, there might be people who have that, but I'll tell you, you go and they expose you to everything. They say, okay, here are the guys, here are the ophthalmology guys, here are the cardiology guys in the very beginning, and they, they expose you to what they do, and they introduce themselves. I do remember thinking the ENT guys were cool. Now, in spite of that, they accepted me. So that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty good. You know, that's a good point, I, you know, though. But you decide you like something, and then you say, okay, I'm going to try to pursue that. And you do right. research, yeah. and you, you do the things to try to make it work out. And that's a good point because, I mean, I'm sure if you went in predetermined with what you wanted to do, there'd be some sections of medicine that were completely abandoned where you'd run through numbers problems with, with doctors and specialists. Well, yeah, but you know what? You do have some preconceived notions, but you really have no idea. Like a lot of doctors, I don't want to speak for every doctor, but even I was like, wow, you know, the idea of being a doctor who delivers babies and OBGYN, that's so cool to begin with life. But uh, you, when, you, when you get to your point where you're actually on the team and you're up all night, like, you know, five days in a row, you go, uh, nah, that's not for me. You know, you, or you might say, yeah, no, this is cool, I'm going to keep going with this. Well, but there are things you might think you like and then you don't know. Have you ever done that yeah, as part of, course, of residency? Sure. Oh, you have. Absolutely, yes. Yes. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, pretty cool. I, I, it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I have to tell you that. So being up all night is not pretty cool, but that stuff's pretty cool. I, I mean, say. I guess, I guess, I mean, your job is a little bit more important than ours, but I guess, Ken, in some ways it's similar to ours. It's like, hey, we want to get into, like, broadcast and journalism, but what part of it we don't know until, I guess, we really do it, maybe? Yeah, I, I yeah. Don't know, like, I guess. I've dabbled in news. You didn't have to be in sports, and this is sort of what you gravitate to. Yeah, I think it's, it's comparable, and just as important as delivering a baby. Yeah, I mean, Ken was going to cover Ken covering uh, North Dakota soccer, yeah. and when I covered Wisconsin volleyball, I think those are as important yeah. than uh, than delivering. A but baby. congrats on your delivered babies, Doctor Goldhaber. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 you, yeah. you, right. you exactly. uh, John Cook, who was the Wisconsin volleyball coach That's at the right. time. That's right. Yeah, I mean, take that. No, I can't, say, I can't say that I did. Number four, Ken. Serena Williams emotional after her semifinal loss in the Australian Open last night to Naomi Osaka, 6-3, 6-4. Here was Serena in her post-match press conference. Considering how well you've played to get to this stage, what do you feel caused that? Or was it just one of those bad days at the office? Uh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm done. Have we seen the last of Serena in Melbourne? I, like in her life or playing? The, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm going to say no because every single time we play this game of like, oh, is Serena done? Will she ever win again? Like she plays more. I, I am not going to give up on her in any way, shape, or form at all. 
forever until she decides to hang it up and just be, you know, a full-time post-tennis mother, wife, businesswoman, etc. Like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not willing to do it. I'm not willing to do it. Gold Hayward? Yeah, I, I'm not going to say, I, I can't say we've seen the last year, but the, the mere fact that she had such a visceral, emotional reaction, it's it's got to be um, at the front of her mind. I mean, she, I think we could pretty much say she's considering it. You know, and I'll be, it's funny, I'll be honest, you know, watching some of these past matches, I, I, I wasn't, I looked, I couldn't believe, I didn't know, did you know she was 39? I didn't know she was 39. I mean, I know she's been around forever, but when I actually saw that, I'm like, wow, she's 39? Where's uh, the time go? So, you know, Hayward, she's not you young, and I mean, yeah. She is, and along with Venus, but obviously Serena's better. I believe she's the most underrated athlete of our lifetime. Like, she is so dominant and has been so great for so long. We celebrate Brady, rightfully so. We celebrate LeBron, rightfully so. We celebrate Michael, above all, rightfully so. I still don't believe we celebrate Serena enough. I think she's the single most underrated athlete of our lifetime. I think that's a fair statement. I I would agree with that. Definitely. Definitely. But I couldn't believe, you know, like that she's playing at this level at, at 39. And she's in better shape now than she was a year ago. So... I think that the ability to win majors is, is still there because she's that kind of an athlete. No, no doubt about it. Number three, Ken. Let's go to the NBA. Philadelphia 76ers head coach Doc Rivers had this exchange with a reporter last night. Hey, Doc. Um, pretty prolific first half um, for you guys without Ben and then Joel kind of a... Jackson, are you are you in bed right now? I'm I'm, I'm I am laying on my bed. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. What is your most embarrassing moment covering sports? Well, this is an amazing thing. Um, he, the way that Doc called the reporter out was awesome. Like, are you in bed right now? <laughs> and the guy didn't hesitate. He's like, yeah, I'm in bed right now. Cold Hayward, I feel like this is, before I give my answer, which is not embarrassing until, until you hear it, and then you're just like, wait, that's weird. Cold Hayward, I feel like when you've been doing these virtual appointments, and I'm not asking you to break HIPAA rules and give specifics with people, but during COVID, when you had virtual appointments, I feel like you you had to have had weird moments like this, No. Well, no, you know what? But my virtual appointments are, are FaceTime, you know, or WhatsApp type appointments. So, you know, they're seeing me. So it's, I, you know, the idea of, you know, could I be laying in bed talking to them or, or no, be on a, on, a, on, you, a, on a treadmill? What oh, about them um, with you? I gotta be honest. No, not really. Yeah, I'm looking at them. I'm looking at them too. I've seen plenty of people in there. It's interesting to see people's, you know, homes and apartments and stuff like that. But honestly, I mean, I know for it's not good for the comedy of the show. But no, not really with this. <laughs> with mine, it's pretty straightforward. We're looking right at each other. So I once interviewed Dwayne Wade in bed. <laughs> now let me explain this, <laughs> okay? So I was doing the show. This is probably ten years ago. I was doing the show. Um, when my wife and I were long distance and I was, you know, she was living full time in New York. I, I went to her, um, went to visit her for like, you know, a week or whatever it was. And I brought the equipment and I'm literally like the way the setup was. I had to physically be in the bed where the, the phone thing was at the time where we had to do it all based on the phone and not Internet. And I'm lying down in bed interviewing Dwayne Wade and Alonzo Morning together. Now, they didn't see me. Did they, just, did they know? I was going to say, did they know? 
Do no, they know? No, think about that. Think about that. I interv- Like, I'm lying in a bed interviewing Dwayne Wade and Alonzo Mourning. And I have I have done some weird like if people saw some of the things so I I did Ken's job worse than and before Ken did from an FAU perspective so I was the FAU play by play guy a hundred years ago uh, before Ken was I was horrible at it um, I pushed myself out before they could push me out because it was gonna happen because I was so bad and I rem- I've done shows that if people saw me and like like put it out there they would be like well, something's wrong with this guy like I have this moment I once did a show on the floor of one of the crappiest hotels in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, because I found a fax line in a lobby. I'm sitting on the floor of the lobby because they didn't have a chair for me doing our show here on ESPN West Palm. Because you would do, you would find any spot to connect the equipment, and it's not like today where there's a million different ways. Right. So I had to, I had to drag a phone line and and think about this: a hotel lobby floor, a hotel lobby floor. Not hidden by anything. In the middle of the hotel lobby, people have to step around me to check in. Is what happens. Ken? Yeah, I I don't envy you because I do a lot of shows on the road, and it's so much easier for me than it was for you because I just have internet access all the time. All yeah, the time. Uh, I would never put myself in a position, though, to be criticized <laughs> laying in bed on a Zoom call with an NBA head coach. Like, I get it's funny, but I would never be able to do that. How did the guy not think he would be seen? I don't know. Or he doesn't care. Like, that's that's a level of I'm comfortable in my profession that I don't need to really put forth. That's not professional. Like, I'd argue, and I, don't, I hate to be lame. Oh, no, this, you're not going to be that guy. But it's, at, it's, least Gold, at least Gold Haber prefaced it by saying, sorry, I can't add to no, the comedy. But I, if, you're now going to be that guy, if, Ken? If I did a consultation with Dr. Gold Haber, he was laying in bed. <laughs> I would probably feel a little put off by it, and I think it's the same thing with this. All right, Cole Haber, would you ever do a consultation with a cl- with a patient in bed? <laughs> well, I mean, were you talking about where they could see me, or just a phone yes, con- conversation? Where they could see like, you. Right. Like, so one oh, of these no, people on the no, 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 no so way. Matt, Matt, no, Boyden, no way. Heather no Norrington, way. Yes. Dr. Gold, like the next Google review, Dr. Goldhaber saw me at all hours of the night. In fact, I saw he and his wife in bed together, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, think about how weird this is. It's Doc Rivers doing an interview with a guy that he can see in bed. <laughs> so weird. Well, listen, so weird. I, I, I had a meeting. Evan, we had a Zoom meeting not that long ago where we, it was me, me, you, and... No, well, not not that. I was gonna say you were in your daughter's room. I mean, we're talking. About, Evan, are you in your daughter's room? It's like yes. pink room with like yeah, exactly. fairies and like you know unicorns. It was pretty. Wait fun. a minute. That Wait a minute. Fun. So, we, but then you, we had one also where you were on a golf course, like in between holes on the court, uh, the cart as it was driving. You, you were like, hey, yeah, come on this day. I'm like, so we've had, but I don't think that's as bad as being in bed during these interviews. We've no, had weird no, ones in, no, and laughed about not. it. This dude was in bed. Top five at five here on ESPN yeah. 106.3. Along with Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Ken Levicka, Evan Cohen with you. Ken, what number are we up to here? We're up to number two. JMP at JMP 106.3 on Twitter tweeted the following earlier today. Quote, Tim Tebow exceeded expectations as a professional football and professional baseball player. Do you agree with JMP? It was announced last night that Tebow retired, and I thought that take was actually a great take by JMP. I, I mean, if you think about it, most people did not believe 
did not believe that Tim Tebow was going to be drafted in the first round as a quarterback in the NFL, and he was. Most people did not believe he was going to be a starter in the NFL, and he was. Most people did not believe his team would win games with him as quarterback, and they did. Most people did not believe that he could win a playoff game, and he did. Most people thought the, the baseball thing was a publicity stunt, and you know what? While he was not, you know, Hank Aaron, may he rest in peace, he was still, like, fine. He was not horrifically bad. So, And I think he was actually pretty decent and okay, and I went to go see him play. As a matter of fact, um, I, with my son at Roger Dean, he was playing and I saw him and like, I just, I, I love the guy. I forever will uh, love the guy. And I think that's a fascinating, JMP has a lot of bad takes. This is not one of them. I actually agree with him. I, Gold Haber, I think he did exceed expectations as a professional football and a professional baseball player. I think this is JMP's worst take of all time. <laughs> Right, worst explain. take of all time. Explain. I, I, just, I hate it. I, I think I think it all depends on when you say expectations. If you ask Tebow, did you exceed your expectations? He say no. Are you kidding me? I came out of college, college player of the year. What was it for two years in a row? Yeah, Heisman Trophy winner, right? And thought he's going to have this glorious football career. And and he flamed. I mean, he had that one good year, but he 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 unceremoniously flamed out. I mean, come on! You can't say he was a he was a, a he thrived or ex, uh, exceeded his football expectations. Not even close. And baseball, if you think getting to AAA and hitting one sixty six is exceeding expectations, have at it! Oh my God, this is an awful, 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 awful uh, take, Jampy. I love Jampy. I hate this take. Hate it. Ken agrees with you because Ken put out a picture on Twitter at KLV1063 in the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed where Ken quote tweeted this and he put a, a well, you explain it, Ken, because I can't even explain it. Well, this. it's a hurdle that's about six inches off the ground and a woman hurtling <laughs> over it by about five feet. But that's why I actually agree with JMP because my expectations were so low because I didn't ca- get caught up in the Tim Tebow love parade coming out of college and anybody who watched him try and throw a football knew that he wasn't a first-round draft pick, that he could do anything. He could have completed three passes, and I would have said, oh, that's exceeding expectations. And then baseball, Evan, I love that you say, it wasn't Hank Aaron. He wasn't Dan Pasqua. He wasn't... Uh... But Dan Pasqua was not Ooh, a bad player. Dan Pasqua. I don't, think Dan, I don't think Evan knows who Dan Pasqua Oh, uh, really? Yeah, White, White Sox and Yankees, really DH. I think he wore 44 <laughs> at one point. Was during the Mike Pagliarulo era. Give me a break, Goldhaber. <laughs> the bar was so Pipe low. down. Like, Pipe down, Goldhaber. Jeez, I'm going to get Mel Hall and uh, Bam Bam Mulins on you if you don't watch it. Andy Stankowitz, <laughs> all your old terrible Yankee teams before they got good. It Pipe down fun. there, Goldhaber. I was going to go duck. Hey, my man Stanko, he was good. I liked it. Dr. Goldhaber, I was going to go with the Mackie Sasser uh, to uh, hit the Mets uh, portion of this for yeah, Evan. Yeah, great. I to go Dan Pasquale. Yeah, good move. We, that would have been good. We have, we have so many with the Mets that it's just, I mean, every day is something new with the Mets. Mackie Sasser, yes. I mean, I feel that's a guy I feel bad for with the, the like stutter on the on the throw there. It was terrible. The yips or whatever it was. All right, number one, Ken, before we get to Goldhaber's side, is who knows best where somebody's going to have a chance to win a $25 gift card to Duffy's. What do you have, Ken? The Philadelphia Eagles have traded Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts, a 2021 third-round draft pick, conditional 2022 second-round pick in return. That could turn into a first-rounder. Who's the big winner of this deal? I think the winner is is Wentz because he's still getting a lot of money. He has a legit opportunity to be successful and rewrite his story here. 
I don't see how the Eagles, you can say, are winners just because they get them off their team because they have a huge dead hit, cap hit. They totally ruined the guy and hurt the value for him. And the Indianapolis Colts, I think, will end up being okay here, but I don't think we can say that they are they are winners just yet. So I think Wentz is the big winner because he gets a second chance in a, on a good team with a good coach and a good offensive line. That's where I would go. Goaltaber. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if we're, but in, in, in the way this question is written, if we're saying is the is the winner the Eagles or the or the Colts? Let's 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 try it that way. I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd, I would I'd go say Colts the Colts in that spot. Yeah, I'd go Colts. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. Because I think that um, you're still getting a guy who's only been in the league five years. He is experienced. Yes, he is on a bit of a downward trend, but he's reunited with his offensive coordinator, who's now his head coach. He's also in a market that sort of more kind of replicates where he comes from. A little more Midwestern. From what I was reading and, and, and listening to, the Bears were in on him, but he wasn't that in on that because he doesn't want to go to another big market where he could be ridiculed and, and be such a such a focus. I think this is a better situation for him. I think it's a good situation for the Colts. I think there's more upside for them still getting a relatively young and now experienced quarterback. I think the Eagles, yeah, I mean, with the, with the cap hit, it's bad. I don't think they, they got what they really wanted for him. I mean, unless he turns into a first round pick that second pick but uh i think that the Colts are definitely the winner in this case yeah uh well done top five and five here at espn 1063 um all right so gold Haber, we're gonna do uh gold Haber sinus who knows best you and i are gonna go head to head on this i have zero idea what the topic is uh normally i would give ken and, and company and, and coquel ideas uh that did not happen today so i am as blind to this as you are so what's gonna happen is 10 uh, ken has 10 questions five for me five for you and uh, we need two callers at 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Who wins, Evan or Neil? And you can win a $25 gift card to Duffy's and some of the new items on the Duffy's menu here. The new sesame-crusted ahi tuna, the rack and shrimp platter, the Philly French dip, the Cajun chicken fettuccine Alfredo, and, of course, the two-for-one drinks all day, every day. And, by the way, if you are a registered MVP member, you will get a complimentary birthday gift automatically added to your card on the Monday prior to your birthday so you can celebrate with Duffy's. I mean, that's amazing. Duffy's is a better memory with birthdays than anybody. Look what they're doing here. I mean, that's just tremendous. $25 gift card to Duffy's. Duffy'sMVP.com for more information. Duffy's, our game, is always on. Ken Levicka, can you give us the general topic so people have an idea as to whether or not they should pick Evan or Neil on this one? I would love to. It is traded quarterbacks. Traded Quarterback relevant for today, right? Yes, it is relevant yeah. for today, but I have no idea where those questions will go. So let's go. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, $25 gift card to Duffy's. All you need to do is call in right now and tell us who do you think is going to win, Evan or Neil, as part of Gold Haber Sinus, Who Knows Best. <laughs> Time now for Who Knows Best. Who Knows Best is brought to you by Goldhaber Sinus. If you suffer from facial pain or pressure, congestion or breathing problems, contact Dr. Neil Goldhaber at goldhabersinus.com. That's gold, H-A-B-E-R, sinus.com. Breathe better today. All right, here we go. Traded quarterbacks. Traded quarterbacks. So I'm going to assume, and Ken cannot answer this, but I'm going to assume it could be any quarterback, maybe ever, that's been traded. But, of course, we have uh, traded quarterbacks here over the last few weeks with Goff and Stafford and Wentz, etc. Um, 
So who knows where this is going to go, um, but a $25 gift card to Duffy's on the line. Patrick in Lake Worth, you want Evan or you want Neil on this one? I'll go with Evan. All right, stay on hold. Paul and we- Paul and West Palm, um, you've got you've got Neil, okay? I've got Neil. All right, stay on hold. Let's go, Paul. Neil, Neil do you want to go first or second here? I'll go first. All right, Ken, fire away five questions at Goldhaber. All right, Dr. Goldhaber, let's begin with your first question. The 49ers traded this quarterback to the Giants in 1965. He led the G-Men to three championship games. Yeah, that would be Y.A. Tittle. What a start. What a start. I even knew that. Oh, cool, Evan. (laughs) All right, one for Dr. Goldhaber. The Dolphins drafted this quarterback and traded him to a now unnamed team. It was here that he got his big break. Say, say that one more time. I'm sorry. Repeat that. Sure. Please. The Dolphins drafted this quarterback and traded him to a now unnamed team. It was here that he got his big break. Oh, I know that. That's Joe Seisman big break. Let's go. Not that he broke wow. his that you're off to a good start. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. Third question for Dr. Goldhaber. Evan's feeling the pressure here. Yeah, In that's good. In 1992, the Falcons traded this Hall of Fame quarterback away for a first-round pick. Oh, God. 1992? Yep. Five. Four. Three. Is it uh, two. Is it? Steve Barkowski? Mm-hmm. No, that's just- that would be Brett Favre. Yeah. Brett Favre. Who? Brett, yeah. Brett Favre? You've never of heard course. of him? <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. You're right. Uh, let's, let's go for a bounce back here, Dr. Goldhaber. The uh, Buccaneers traded a quarterback to San Francisco, which eventually led to the 49ers trading their Hall of Fame quarterback to the Chiefs. Name both quarterbacks involved. Oh, my God. Uh, that's Steve Young. Uh, uh, and Joe Montana. All right. Man, real, real difficult. Three for four. Last one. This quarterback had a Hall of Fame quarterback. What? Uh, <laughs> hold on. <clears throat> this team had a Hall of Fame quarterback that wanted to play into his 40s in front of him until he was traded. Oh, I guess that was right. Hold on. Let me restart from the beginning. I should have <laughs> proofed that one. I'm sorry, Dr. Goldhaber. This quarterback had a Hall of Fame quarterback that wanted to play into his 40s in front of him until he was traded to the 49ers for a second-round pick. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly worded. I, I'm, I'm, not sure I'm, I'm not sure I'm following. Yeah. There's two people in it. One guy's a, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. The guy behind him was traded to the Niners for a second-round pick. Yeah. This or the two quarterbacks. Yeah, this youngster had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, is, it, is, it, is, it Joe, is it Joe Namath? No. No, it's uh, Brady and Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy G. So oh, he got three I, I, rights. Confu- yeah. Very confusing. Very confusing, but you. got three right. Here we yeah. go. I, I have a chance to top him, but he did very well early on and struggled late. I mean, that's what happens. I guess, you know, he's he was good in med school, not as good during the residency. That's what we just learned there for Dr. Goldtaber. Yeah, no, here we go. Let's see how I can do here. <laughs> All right. The Rams sent this quarterback to the Eagles where he was the starter until he Vince Ferragamo was, next. was supplanted okay. by Randall Cunningham. Uh, Vince Ferragamo? Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that your answer? Uh, yeah. Oh. No. Oh. I didn't even listen to the question. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Ron Jaworski was the answer to that. Oh, Ram- okay. yeah. terrible. All right. Uh, Houston traded its 10-year starter to Minnesota for mere fourth and fifth round picks in 1994. Warren Moon. Well done. Good job. All right. The Titans sent a fourth and a seventh to the Dolphins for this quarterback. Ryan Tannehill. Two for Evan. The Colts sent the Falcons a haul that included Andre Risen, Pro Bowl tackle Chris Hinton, and a future first-rounder for the number one overall pick quarterback that was whom? Jeff George. That's right, the pride of the University of Illinois. All right, we're tied. Here we go, Evan. This quarterback has to be traded. An injury to starter Jason Campbell led the Raiders to trade their first and second-round picks for this man. Injury to Jason Campbell. Led the. Can you repeat the question? Yep. This quarterback has to be traded. An injury to starter Jason Campbell led the Raiders to trade their first and second round picks for this quarterback. Carson Palmer. What a comeback. What a comeback. Wow. Done and done. Well done. Congratulations to Patrick in Lake Worth, who wins a $25 gift card to Duffy's. Goldhaber, before we say goodbye to you, you were tremendous today. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about what you have um, going on now. Is obviously, patients are coming through, socially distanced, ear, nose, and throat. What do we need to know about goldsinus.com? 561-734-3636. Because although Goldhaber is great on the radio, his main job is as an ENT. Anything you want people to know about you and what you guys are doing, ear pain, sore throat, post-nasal drip, sinus pain, pressure, congestion. Well, just as you said, all aspects of ear, nose, and uh, throat problems and issues, uh, we we take great pride in in taking care of our patients and making sure you have as uh, uh, as pleasant an experience as possible. Um, I'll take good care of you. Just come on in and uh, tell me about the the things that you need to tell me about, and um, give us a shot. Ear, nose, and throat problems—that's our specialty. Goldhaber, you're the best. We'll talk later. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks, Evan. Talk to you soon. All right. There is Dr. Neil Goldhaber joining us. Uh, during the top five and five was excellent today and gave Ken and I a lesson about med school, which was actually fascinating that I had zero idea about. That was eye-opening. Uh, yeah. I really had no idea that that's how it all worked. I just figured, like, all right, you just had your, your thing that you were interested in. But to his point, how the hell would you know that? Right. You're just in college. Like, how would you know that? Yeah, and so it made a lot of sense, but we didn't ever think about it that way. <laughs> time now for the Duffy's Daily Headlines. Now it's time for the Duffy Sports Grill Daily Headlines, a check of the biggest things going on in the sports world. All right, Kenny, what do you got? All right, let's start with the Heat. They blow right. a 15-point lead last night at halftime, lose to the Warriors in overtime. They're back at it tonight against the Kings. That came right here on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, I, I am not sure which way to go right now. There's a lot of different ways. There's the thought process of stay as is, hope it figures itself out. There's the thought process of give up some of the young guys to try to get a star caliber player like a Bradley Beal. There's a thought process of go the other way and just say, Goran can get you a first-round pick and somebody's going to have to match the salary, meaning you're going to get players in return that you probably can make better than wherever they are now. Iguodala, same thing. Do you go that way? Because this is this is the problem here that they're in. Which way do you go on this? I want to give you... Uh, here's my, my scenario that I would look at is Houston. Boogie Cousins, P.J. Tucker, and Victor Oladipo, three guys that I would want in the Miami Heat. How do you go about getting them? Now, you're going to have to trade one of the young guys, which may have to be precious in that spot. The other guy I'm going to give you 
And nobody's mentioned this guy by way of trade because he's had a phenomenal season, and there's no reason to think he's available until you make an offer to make him available on a team that's really bad, that the trajectory of when he's good, which is now, and when they're good, which is later, may not be along the same lines, and he just got there. Jeremy Grant, Detroit Pistons. That's the guy I'd go for. Right. It's on a three-year, $60 million deal that he just signed. They're not going to be excited about trading him unless you make them excited about trading him. But what good does it do for them when he's scoring 30 to 40 points a game on a bad team? Right. Right. It's a waste. Who cares? Yeah. Right. So you sign him, you get them better, and then you flip them, and then you get guys that are on the right trajectory. So just keep that in mind. I haven't heard that anywhere or anything like that. I'm just saying that's the guy that I'd want if I'm the Heat. Next, Ken. College basketball, the Ivy League has canceled all spring play due to limitations because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, a year ago, we went nuts on the Ivy League for the decisions they made. How do they do this? How do they cancel that? Let's all shut up and realize they're smarter than we are. What they're doing is probably more right than what everybody else is doing. So I'm not going to comment other than telling you I will like to follow their lead. Like, maybe we should just listen to them because I'm going to assume that they're listening to doctors and scientists and not schedule makers in the, you know, in sports. Next. And then finally in the Duffy's Daily Headlines, despite criticism from players like LeBron James, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says the NBA holding the All-Star Game March 7th in Atlanta is, quote, the right thing to do. And he's doing the rounds now. He was on the jump on ESPN today. He's going to be on the pregame show on Inside the NBA on TNT tonight. So you give Silver credit in this regard. You could argue that he's making the wrong decision. I think he probably is, and I understand why he's doing it, which is money, but he's not hiding from it, right? He makes the decision. He announced it. And he's like, all right, you know what? Come at me. you you got to respect that part of it with Adam Silver, and we know it's about the money, and it's always about the money when it comes to PNC because they're going to put more money, and you're going to put more money in your bank account, and they're going to help you grow that money. PNC has over 100 locations all across South Florida. It's been the Bankers Magazine Bank of the Year Award winner, and PNC allows their clients to earn more with deeper relationships. PNC has cards like the Cash Builder, Flex to Go, the Points card that can give you great rewards. I've been telling you I literally have a, a new um, fridge coming to my house in Boynton Beach next week. Because of my PNC points. Seriously, I redeemed PNC points to get a new fridge for my home. I wanted a better fridge, and I'm getting one next week thanks to PNC points. And you can get all this with PNC and PNC.com. And plus, PNC reminds you to know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments when money's going in and going out. How do you do that? With the virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started, open a PNC virtual wallet today. Visit PNC.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, National Association member, FDIC. Ken, uh, ESPN West Palm tonight coming up next with JMP, I believe. That is correct. Okay, so stay tuned for that, the latest edition of ESPN West Palm tonight with JMP from um, last January. <laughs> and then uh, the Heat and the Kings tonight uh, at 10, pregame at 9.30 with Zaz and company right here on ESPN 106.3. We are on to Friday on ESPN 106.3.